Assalamualaikum. I remember sitting down with the tape recorder and recording About it. About four or five years old. We still have loads of yeah. tapes lying around the house. Yeah, it's a few years somebody go from here. It was a communication. Tape letters. Behind the project. You know, you see these romantic stories that are told. So-and-so came with five pound in their pocket. All they had was their suitcase and the clothes on their back. But this whole project shows that they came with so much more. But it wasn't in the physical. It was what they held within themselves. My name is Imran Arif. I'm an educator and social scientist. My role in tape letters was initially as a community engagement officer, so I helped carry out most of the interviews for the England part of the project. I was living in Leeds at the time. I was lecturing in sociology and social psychology. I was doing a lot of teaching around how do we form our identity, the role of language, the people we meet and what we make a part of ourselves, so our embodied practice and things like that. And then a colleague saw an advert and sent it to me. She was just like, Imran, this is you entirely. I think you should look into this. My grandparents come from Kashmir. I'm familiar with the practice. It's something that I did growing up. And so it was almost like coming back to my community and trying to do this work. There are sociological theories that exist about migration, where they say that there's a first generation, a second generation and a third generation. And there's a transition or challenges to being each one of those. So the first generation, they're the carriers of their world into another world. They don't want to rock the boat so much because they still have to overcome the challenge of being able to make a life there and get a footing. And then the second generation, they often inherit the language and the culture and various other traditions and they have to engage with their parents. But they're also trying to make an inroads and get access into like professions and they're kind of torn between two worlds. And then there's a third generation who are a little bit more accepted in that world, that country, that nation, that culture, that society. 
but they also lose a lot. So a lot of them don't necessarily speak the language that their parents or grandparents' generation did. They don't feel that sense of where they necessarily came from. And I think what tape letters represents is like a time capsule of those voices from that first and sometimes second generation. For me, I think this was really important because it represented an immense life. The life journeys of these people were very like tough, but resilient and noble and like how people maintained their dignity or were able to traverse the challenges and make something of themselves or establish family or maintain links and all of those intricacies, you know. That felt like really important stories to tell, but lessons to be learned from. At the moment, thankfully, some of those elders are still around and like God give them life and good health. But if we don't do more of this, we're going to lose that. I mean, there's the nuances which are subtle, but there's the variety which are really strong and pronounced in the life of those elders that aren't as pronounced in the life of the next generations. When they're gone, that's not going to be spoken as loudly anymore. We as Pakistani Kashmiri people, we are here and so we are British, but wherever we go, we should remember the value of that which we are. And that's something that we carry not in a suitcase, it's something we carry in ourselves. This episode features archive material from the Tape Letters Oral History Project. Tape Letters is a Modus Arts production. Audio production and sound design by Oliver Sanders, produced by Leona Fensom. The executive producer is Lucia Scazocchio. For more information, head to tapeletters.com. <laughs>